0: Do you have the Spirit of God in you? Are you born again? Born again means God has at some point in time revealed himself to you. It is not that you go to church and join the church or are baptized in water. It is that God himself came to you and changed you. You're not like the person you once were. If you're still like the person you once were, you're not born again. For after you're born again, you are enabled with the power of God and you're changed. Change is the main thing that identifies you as being born again. Are you born again? Did you have that type of experience with God? If not, You can't make yourself be born again, and no human can make yourself be born again. That comes from God, and you are the elect of God when you're born again. Are you the elect of God? If not, I recommend that you turn to God, fall down before him, and beg him to have mercy on you. But if God has revealed himself in any way to you, you're changed. You are not the person you once were. You are totally different. You really can't follow God unless you're born again. And if you are born again, he's given you his spirit, the Holy Spirit to lead you. So you can learn by the things that I say, and you can benefit by the things that I say. But if you're not born again, you can't benefit by anything. You can't benefit by anything at all. For the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, neither can he know them, for they are spiritually discerned. And that you can't discern things spiritually unless you have in you the Holy Spirit. And countless numbers of thousands of hundreds of thousands who attend church have never been born again and do not have the Spirit of God. Often they were taken to church as babies by their own parents and they've grown up in the church and they've heard certain doctrines, but they've never been changed by God. They've never been born again. It's only when God reaches you that you're born again. I'll give you two examples of this. These two women were in our little church group. I dealt with them for 39 years. One of them was taken to church as a baby. I think they were Assembly of God. And her mother, she thought, was a prophet. She even thought her mother was a prophet. When she graduated from high school, she married. She was working at Shell Oil in some kind of office work. There was a man there that she was very attracted to. She committed fornication and adultery with this man. She became pregnant by him. She had an abortion. Then she and her first husband divorced, and she remarried. Then she divorced again. Then she tried to come to church, but she was not born again. She didn't have that Change in her that shows that you're born again. She became very twisted. She couldn't tell a straight story. She couldn't even tell a straight secular story. She got so mixed up. Eventually, God removed her completely from our group. The second woman was raised Baptist. She went through all of the basic things that Baptists go through. She wanted to become Catholic because they actually do things. She said we never do anything at the Baptist Church. She wanted to be Catholic. She signed a vow at the Baptist Church when she was 17 that she would not have sex until she was married. She went out and had sex, became pregnant, and then married the man, had another child with him, and then they divorced. Then she remarried another man after divorce. She was a drunk. She'd been a drunkard for years. Her second husband would even stay home and take care of her two children while she was out in the bars drinking. She tried many times to stop. And then one day something happened to her. And she came home and told her husband... I'm going to stop drinking. Well, he didn't believe her because he'd heard that before. But now she had something going for her. She had the Spirit of God in her to give her power to stop drinking. She was changed. Change is what being born again means. She was changed, and now she wanted to read the Bible. She wanted to hear preachers talk about God and things of God. Because God changed her. She wasn't like she was before. She wasn't like the way she was in the Baptist church, in wanting to go to the Catholic church, in committing fornication with men, in being a drunkard. She wasn't like that person. She was a new creation. That is what it's all about. If you have not had this experience with God, of being changed. If you're still like you were when you were in high school or junior high school or college and you weren't changed, you haven't been changed by God, you're not born again. I don't care how much you've read the Bible or how much you've gone to church. You've done it by your own will, by your own willpower. But if you read Romans 9, you're not born again. Change is what it's about. When God changes you and you really have an experience that God brought to you and not of yourself, that's born again. And you're sealed with the Spirit of God after you're born again. And that means everything. You cannot be religious without being born again, without having this experience. It's impossible. You can go to church and you can sit there and you can do everything they say But you will not have the insight from God unless you have the Spirit of God in you. And if you are born again, you are sealed with the Spirit of God, and you have the Spirit of God in you, so you're now equipped to follow God. If you try to do what I'm teaching without being born again and without having the Spirit of God, you will fall on your face. But if you're born in the Spirit of God and you have been born again, the things that I say will be valuable to you because I learned them from God, not from man. And I know they're from God. And they will fit the Bible. A young man who was a friend of mine told me this story. He said, one day I just walked out on my porch and all of a sudden something happened to me. I was changed. I've heard that story so many times. I was changed by the Holy Spirit speaking a word to me. He said, "Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I said, oh, sins. And I was born again instantly. At that time, I owned a business in Dallas, Texas, I would be in my shop and speaking to a customer, and I would think, who said that? And I had said it. I was so different. I was changed so strongly by God from what I had been that I sometimes didn't even recognize that I was the one speaking. There is a charming story that Pam Paget told me about her Aunt Eunice. Pam said, my great Aunt Eunice had gone to the Baptist Church, I think, all of her life. As an adult, she was very active in the Baptist Church, even cleaning the church each week. I'm sure everyone in our family had no doubt that Aunt Eunice was a Christian. When she was in her 80s, There was a large family reunion. At one point during the gathering, Aunt Eunice got up and announced with great joy and excitement that she was now born again. She said she had always thought she was born again, but she now knew that she hadn't been born again until recently. Pam says, I was sitting next to Aunt Eunice's oldest daughter she leaned over to me and said i don't know why my mother is saying this she just recently started talking like this <laughs> but she has always been a christian everyone knows how she has worked at the church and done whatever needed to be done for years Pam said this daughter obviously didn't understand being born again, but it caused me to rejoice to hear what Aunt Eunice said. I rejoice every time I read this description of what happened to Aunt Eunice. I really, really laugh and rejoice. Look at Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. Jesus said, Not one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? It's going to be like this daughter saw her mother She said everyone knew Mother was a Christian. She'd always done everything at the Baptist Church, cleaned the church, done all these things. Jesus said, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied at thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name have done many wonderful works? But they weren't born again. They didn't have that change that God makes into us of his own will. They did it by their own will. And Jesus then will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. I had kind of a surprise recently on how different I am. I grew up going to movies. We went to town two or three times a week and went to the picture show. So I saw a bunches of movies. And many of them I really liked. This year they were doing that 31 Days of Oscar showing on Turner Classic Movies, the old movies that have won Academy Awards. Well, I was really very interested because there are many movies that I remember. I remembered seeing these movies and I recorded them on my DVD player and I sat down to watch them and I had really enjoyed these and I couldn't watch them. What happened? I had seen these movies before I was born again in 1975. After I was born again, I really couldn't watch the same movie that I had once enjoyed. And I realized all of these movies that I had delighted in were movies that I saw before I was born again and changed by God to His way. And now I can't stand these movies, so I deleted every one of them. That's the kind of change being born again is. you are born again you will delight in what i say but if you don't have that if you haven't been born again and changed by god it won't make any sense to you it will do you no good to hear me unless you're born again and have the spirit of god and i even say you better not try to do what i'm telling you because you're gonna fall flat unless it is the spirit of god leading you But if you have the Holy Spirit, if you've been born again and have the change I'm talking about, the change from God, not from learning, not by yourself, but a real change from God, then everything I tell you is going to be precious to you because I learned it from God, not from man. Now you can follow God for you have the Holy Spirit in you. And you follow him doing as he shows you to do. Romans 8, 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The Holy Spirit of truth is the comforter. He's a helper. From time to time, he will bring a thought to our mind to help us as we struggle with a problem of this life. When he brings such to our mind, we can know this is the way of God for us in the matter at hand. For the Holy Spirit searches the heart of God to reveal to us the will of God for us. Second Corinthians 2 was very important to me concerning the work of the Holy Spirit. I spent months on this scripture and delighted in it every time I read it after I was born again. Paul says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified, in other words, that which Jesus had shown him by his Spirit. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Albeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, among the Ones who have already been born again. We speak wisdom to those who have already been born again. And then they will delight in it. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom. Which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. So see, we know these things God's prepared for us. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the Spirit of man, which is in him, even so? The things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Why? Because it is the Spirit of God who searches the heart of God to reveal to us the will of God in the specific matter at hand with which we are struggling. He will simply bring to our mind an idea of how to take care of that problem. Or. He may lead us by a scripture, or he may remind us of a dream, which shows us what to do. But it comes from the Holy Spirit. Verse 13 Which things we also speak, the things from the Spirit of God. Not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Unless you've been born again, you can't even understand what I'm saying. Because you are the natural man, like you always were, not having the Spirit of God, not being born again. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are Spiritually discerned. I can give you an example of this. My cousin Jean was taken to Church of Christ from the time she was the baby. She was somewhere in her nineties when this happened. I was talking to her and I was telling her about something that happened to me recently. I always went to Golden Corral to get my mother's lunch, mine and my mother's lunch. And at that time, the buffet cost $5.30. Every day, we'd drive over there, park in front of the restaurant. I would take a $5 bill and a quarter and a nickel out of my purse to get our lunch. And I would leave my purse with my mother in the car. One day, I opened my purse and the $5 bill was there. But I didn't have a quarter and a nickel. And I was kind of pushing my fingers through my coin purse. There were pennies and there were dimes, but I didn't have a quarter and a nickel. And as I was struggling with this small thing, the Holy Spirit said to me, three dimes will work. (laughs) Well, of course it would. And I had a coin purse full of dimes. I laughed. It was just like he was standing there watching what I was doing and helping me. And when he saw I was struggling, he he entered in to give me the solution. Well, I was telling my cousin Jean about this. And at first I just told her that we'd gone over there to get our food and I reached in my purse to get a quarter and a nickel and a $5 bill and I didn't have a quarter and a nickel and I heard three dimes will work. And she really laughed. She really enjoyed my foolishness that I couldn't recognize that. Until I said, that was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. She quit laughing, got very sober and fearful. She didn't know God. She hadn't been born again. She'd attended Church of Christ from the time she was born, and she was 90, and she was fearful. Very fearful. Most fearful person I've ever met. She had not been born again. And she thought what I was talking was foolishness. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, says Paul, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Jesus once said, except you become as little children, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. One day I was thinking about what, how childlike that is. As little children, we are constantly helped by our Father. Unless you depend on Him this way, you can't enter the kingdom of God. In John 5.30, Jesus said, I can of mine own self do nothing. When I read that as a new Christian, I was shocked. I thought, Jesus, the Son of God, can do nothing? Well, obviously, I can do nothing. Jesus says, as I hear from God, I judge. He was like that little child. He heard from God always. And he said, and my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. After we are born again, that's what we are. For now we have the Holy Spirit and we hear from God like that. John chapter 14 verse 16, John chapter 16 verse 13 tell us the types of work the Holy Spirit does for us. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. And bring to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you, says Jesus. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truths, for he shall not speak of himself. See, he searches the heart of God to show us what to do. The will of God in the matter at hand. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Those persons who are born again, changed by God, have the Spirit of God living in them to help them, to comfort them, to teach them in the ways of God, to show them what to do at that exact moment. That's the work of the Spirit of God. And if you don't have the Spirit of God, you do not have access to this. Have you been changed by God? That's what it's all about. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He's not like he was before. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So if you have been born again, you will hear me talk about being led by the Spirit of God and how you know it's the correct Spirit, how you know if it's the Holy Spirit giving you that idea. You will hear me speak constantly about the Spirit of God, because that is everything. When we are born again, we're sealed with the Spirit of God, changed by God, and led by the Spirit of God. Those people who have not been born again try to do everything themselves by going to church, by reading the Bible, by following the rules, by living by the letter of the law, They are usually very fearful, very rigid, and unpleasant to be around. So you should be able to recognize if you've been born again. It all comes down to this one thing. Change. Did God change you into this other person? Or are you just trying to learn to do better? And if you're born again... You can follow the Spirit of God. If you aren't born again, you cannot follow the Spirit of God because you do not have the Spirit of God. But if you're born again, you have the Spirit of God. You're automatically given the Spirit of God at the time you are born again. Ephesians 1 tells us that. So think about it. If you're not born again, I wouldn't try to read the Bible and I wouldn't try to go to church. I would fall down before God. And beg him to have mercy on me. And depend only on him. And until he changes you. And puts the spirit of God in you. You can do nothing. In Acts chapter 1. Jesus said. You shall receive power after that the spirit of God is in you. And you shall be my witnesses. There's a vast difference between someone trying to witness and someone who is speaking what they hear from the Spirit of God at that moment. I went to a copy store once in Dallas to get some prints made of a page that I needed. As I waited to use the copy machine, a little old man came up to me and he said, Little lady, did you happened to park behind that green and gold car out there. And I said, no, sir. He said, well, that's a Baptist car. Baptist University in Waco, Texas, their colors are green and gold. And then he said, you don't happen to be a Christian, are you? And I said, oh, yes, I am. I had just been born again a few days before this happened. And I was so excited about it. And he said, oh, heck, I just joined the witnessing class at First Baptist Church, and you are the first person I chose to witness to. Having the power of God to witness is totally different. After I was born again, I was en route to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and many of my relatives lived there but I was going to buy merchandise for my business. As the plane landed, I heard, be baptized. Now I'd been baptized when I was 15, but I wasn't born again. Now I'm born again, and I hear, be baptized. To me, if I hear from the Holy Spirit, be baptized, that means now. That doesn't mean wait until you get back to Dallas. That means be baptized here in Albuquerque. So when he speaks to me, that's when I do it. So, my cousin Jean Church of Christ was meeting me at the airplane. And I said, Jean, if you can arrange it at the church this afternoon, I'll be baptized before I go back to Dallas. She said, But you've already been baptized. I said, Yeah, but I wasn't born again. I talked to her um, in the car as we were driving to the place where I would buy my merchandise. And at one point she said, well i believe you are a christian i just don't see how you can be i laughed she didn't understand being born again she didn't understand that you're born again by the will of god not by your own will she didn't understand that this is done instantly by god so after i bought my merchandise we headed to the Church of Christ building where I would be baptized. I was surprised because probably 15 of my relatives were there at the church building to witness this. I was further surprised when the young Church of Christ preacher said, do you have anything you'd like to say? Because they don't let women speak in the church. But I said, well, yeah, I guess so. And I just started speaking by what the Holy Spirit gave me, telling about how I was baptized when I was 15, but I wasn't born again, and how God spoke to me, and I was born again. And then I heard to be baptized. I noticed the faces on the group of relatives. As I spoke these things, one of my cousins was smiling and shaking her head up and down. Yes, yes, I agree with you. My uncle was crying. After I was baptized, I came back downstairs where the relatives were, and that uncle came to me, and he was still crying, and he said, "I've never heard anything like that which you spoke today. Could you write that out for me and send it to me?" I said, "Well, yeah, I guess I can." So when I got back to Dallas, I wrote it out, and sent it to him. Later, I realized that uncle was born again at the time I spoke those words. But he was born again by the Spirit of God who chose to reveal God to him at that moment, and he was changed. Later, my mother, who wasn't born again, I read a Bible, a section of Bible to her, And she said to me, well, I guess we better not do that anymore. She had always dealt with horoscopes. And this was a section of scripture concerning horoscopes, Deuteronomy 18. And after she heard it, she said, well, I guess we better not do that anymore. God opened her eyes. She was born again. After I went back to Dallas where I lived, my uncle wrote to me and said, your mother is different. She's changed. She has really changed. That's what being born again is. But you cannot follow God until you are born again and have the Spirit of God and you will never get there by just reading the Bible. You have to have that experience with God of being changed into a new creature. And if you are born again, you will understand what I'm saying. And you can learn to follow God by his spirit. And that's what I speak all the time. Examples of that. For that is what is important. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.